Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse the Plan is here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. Got a good message today. I'm dealing with angels. Are you curious about angels? The Bible says to be mindful of strangers because they could be God's ministering angels. We've entertained angels unaware. We'll be talking about my book, The Hidden Help. Angels and what they do for you today, what they're going to do into the future. And I'm telling you, they're very nice people. Praise God. So call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're going to learn some powerful things about angels today and my own personal experiences with angels you will be blessed by. So let's go right now into this wonderful message entitled Angels, Our Hidden Help is for you today. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1 says, Let brotherly love continue. Mm -hmm. Why? Be not forgetful. Excuse me, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. The hidden help. That's good. The angels of the Lord. Mm -hmm. See, powerful beings, yet they are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to us. Now, I'd like you to read that in the Amplified or Passion or Message, however you, uh, whichever one you have today. Well, let's the hidden it. help, because I really believe there's no way we could have done what we've done so soon without hidden help. Somebody helping us doing some wonderful and glorious things. Right. So would you read Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1? Which one is this? Ed? This is Amplified. Okay, read that one. It says, let love, verse 1 says, let love for your fellow believers continue and be a fixed practice with you. Never let it fail. Do not forget or neglect or refuse to extend hospitality to strangers in the brotherhood, being friendly, cordial, and gracious, sharing the comforts of your home and doing your part generously. For through it, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Isn't that a miracle of God? Uh Uh, Give me another. Is the message of passion? I I really want to put this in you because we do have a lot of hidden help. Now, we have one angel that never leaves us. Oh, yeah. Been with me from the day I was born. I think he's asked for reassignment sometimes (laughs) because I was crazy. Some of the stuff that he had to go through just to keep me safe. And that's that guardian angel. Each one of us have one. Yes. That's the hidden help. And uh, so read. Well, the message Bible says, uh, verse one, stay on good terms with each other, held together by love. Be ready with a meal or a bed when it's needed. Why some have extended hospitality to angels without even knowing it. Isn't that a blessing of God? Now, I want to talk about that hidden help. Let me look at the passion. Okay, get that passion one out there. Glory to God. It says, no matter what, make room in your heart to love every believer and show hospitality to strangers, for they may be angels from God showing up as your guests. That's a blessing of the Lord. And I believe I have done that many times. I want to talk about some different experiences that I've had with angelic beings and things of that nature. Some people say, I don't believe in that stuff. Well, it doesn't make no difference. It's still true anyhow. Because, you know, no one, sometimes you're just not that good. How can something just happen? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen, you know, especially in accidents. I, you know, I've been down on three airplane crashes, and I know the Lord saved my life. And that angel, that Gordon angel, I mean, he was busy with me, you know. <laughs> maybe you've often said maybe he might have wanted re- reassignment because yes. you kept him pretty busy. I kept him especially busy. Especially before you knew the One Lord. One time I flipped the car three times in over in, and they had to cut me out. Uh, they, they called it the 
Jaws of life. I Jaws of life. Rip it apart because it was all being crushed in. You couldn't and, open and the door. A, yeah, I couldn't. And I, man, I mean, I was upside down, and a hand grabbed me during the flipping. During the flipping, mean? and I, I noticed it because this, this, this shoulder, I mean, was completely free, and I thought, cool, what's holding me? You know, and what happened is the door actually bent, and a piece of steel it busted from the door, came and it stopped that close to my side. It would pierce me yeah. if I'd have moved, and I should have been thrown to the other it side. It didn't pierce you because that hand was holding yeah. you in place. but I should have like, been thrown to the other side. Because you didn't have seatbelts in those days. Oh no, You're no, kind of old. It was a Carver. You know what a Carver is? It doesn't. Not matter. a Carvette, a Carver. And a little sporty kind of. Car? Yeah, it was, a, and it had the engine in the front. Okay. Uh, no. It's, in the back. In the back, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, but it was just really, it was a pretty little car. But I should have been thrown. They were just amazed. And I hit the newspapers the next day. Uh, a, miracle, uh, a miracle, he did not die. Wow. And, it was, and that was an angel of the Lord. And the night before that, my mother had a dream that she saw me and that the blood of Jesus was coming over me like a tsunami. Mm. And there was movement in that blood or whatever. And that wow. was the angels of God, see, going before me. And of course, I didn't believe any of that stuff Did then. I was just a kid. Did she tell you that before, the night before, or after the accident had happened? And she she told me that the it. night before, and I thought she had lost her mind. You know, I call it the God stuff and <laughs> things of that nature, that, that, that way. But I tell you what, hidden, you have hidden help hidden in, help. in every fashion and form. And the ministering spirit sent forth to minister to us and for us. Mm -hmm. So think about that. And you know, a lot of people don't realize, Kathy, that the spiritual world is so much bigger than the physical world. Right. Oh, it, yeah. it, it doesn't have the limitation that we have in the physical world. And, uh, uh, but, I mean, it's amazing how the movement, yet it is a place where there's war. There was war in the spirit world. Yeah. I mean, war. And, and I mean, between Satan's angels or Satan's pe people who once was a, a great angel, a worship angel, Lucifer. who fell and then began to fight God and God kicked him out of heaven. Jesus said, I beheld him as lightning falling. Right. Great energy. So I, I want to talk about these different things, you know. How many times that God has protected you? When we all get to heaven, we go, I think I call it here, run back the videotape and show you exactly how many times that angel stopped somebody from killing you wow. or stopped the accident from happening or whatever. But I, and, and he said, you've, you've entertained angels. And I thought, I like the word entertain oh, because they're very curious about mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. See, because we have the ability that they don't have. You see, in terms of this natural, and, and, and it's amazing how they, they say they can believe God and they're going through all this trouble and all these different things of that nature. And they see the warfare oh, because the warfare they, they see the demonic yeah. forces, the principalities and powers of the Amen. air that are at work against God's kids. Yeah, know? and it was just such a blessing. But I, I'll never forget that time uh, somebody hit me in the face. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was mad. I was just a baby Christian, had my pampers on, you know, <laughs> and I uh, talking about the Lord. And, so, and I got not slapped. Even a year. Yeah. Oh, and it made me so mad because I thought God would not allow nobody to yeah. slap me, yeah, you know, did. especially since I was born again. I was barely saved, you know what I'm saying? I was saved, but I mean, just a few months. And I was so angry. And I used to drink a lot before I was saved. I decided I didn't had it with God and everything. 
And I was going down to Curly's bar and get me a drink. <laughs> like, used to talk, I got a drink. That's my oldest brother used to talk that. Mm -hmm. And you start praying in the Holy Ghost. Well, you left the house, and I didn't know anything else to do but pray, so I hid it in <laughs> tongues. And actually, the Spirit of God, when I prayed in tongues, I believe gave me wisdom and insight of what to do. I actually started pleading the blood of Jesus. I had heard that you could do that. So figuratively, I would, would like grab the blood of Jesus, and like they did in, in the book of... Uh, Exodus. Exodus, how they put the blood on the doorpost. Yeah. I put it over every door entrance into my house, and I was just pleading the blood of Jesus and crying out to him because I was, you I didn't want to go, want to go back, back to, to another lifestyle. lifestyle. I remember how beautiful, beautifully supernaturally delivered you were. I mean, you were a, a drunk before you got <laughs> saved. I mean, God. A devil, split. a gangster. But God a sinner, supernaturally. A chief of sinners. I mean, you didn't battle with you supernaturally, I believe, God totally delivered you from that, and I Amen. didn't want you to see you go back into it. It's such right. a beautiful deliverance. I was instantly, completely, Never another drink when I got born that. again, I mean, like, it just So that stopped. was the area the enemy came to, sure. to pull you away from God. So, you know, I, I had, a, I, my first two or three months were gloriously wonderful being saved, and I was just talking about it, I had the baby, and, and boy, I got hit, and I was so mad, and yet I hadn't really read much of the Bible, didn't know that they pulled Jesus' beard out and spit in his face. And I just couldn't handle that because before I saved, I was going to make you an awful. Boom, boom, boom. I would have popped you in a second back in those days in the, in, you know, on the streets of New Orleans because I, I ran with gangsters. I just did that. And you do what you got to do. That's how they said it was. And when you're kind of raised in that kind of way of thinking, it becomes normal when really it's very abnormal. So I got in my car and I went down to Curly's. And man, I, I was so mad at God. I can't believe I stood up for you and you let somebody hit me. I said, let me tell you something. So man, I pulled on, I parked my car and I tried to open that door and the door wouldn't open. That's because I was at home pleading the blood of Jesus because over hidden every help. door. And that was one of the doors that, I, that belonged to me. <laughs> yeah. You sent some hidden help I and didn't realize it. Yeah. That angel of God was holding that door. I right. mean, I hit it with my shoulder. I actually bruised my shoulder trying to open it. Bam. Bam. Trying to get out this dumb car. And all you had to, you know, you, I, I couldn't open. I mean, I did everything. Right. I thought about busting the glass, but I didn't want to have to replace the glass, you know. <laughs> Bam, I kept hitting. You were I thought, determined. I was determined to go in there and get drunk. They tell God and everybody else, forget but, about all that junk. But you couldn't go through and the And all blood. of a sudden, I got, I got uh, <laughs> convicted. I didn't get the feeling bad. I saw what I was doing. I said, how dumb. Right. I said, if I cannot, and I remember saying this, if I cannot handle one little lick, <laughs> boy, I'm about the weakest Christian I guess anybody could ever. Yeah, I remember we used thinking to call it a that. Weak, weak puppy. Yeah, yeah, just a weak, uh, no-count puppy is what I call it, you know. And I said, and I, I repented right there in the car. I said, Lord, forgive me for just being a weak puppy, just this. How can I? Lord, I just, and, and I had my hand like that, and the door opened up. And I, clo I closed it and opened it, click, click, click. Right. And I said, and that's when I came back home. And boy, when I went back to the, uh, to the house, you were like, yeah, eyes are about big as saucers. <laughs> did, you, did, you did you go drink it? I said, no. And uh, I don't know if you remember saying this, but you did. I said, I couldn't get out of that car. I tried to open up that car. And you said, the angel of God was holding his hand on that door because I was praying. I plead the blood. I said, you plead the what? I plead the blood. You're bloody, boy. I had blood, blood all over you. I was not going to let you go back into that stuff. I remember you left mm. angry, and I didn't know where Ooh, you were I going. So I, I didn't know what to do but pray, and that was the most powerful thing I could have done. Instead of getting into worry or fear or 
running after you. I just committed it to the Lord, and it Amen. totally transformed that situation. I remember you left one way and came back another whole way. You came through the door as though nothing had happened with a bag of groceries. I don't know if I you went remember to the, that. I, I never go to groceries. <laughs> I just, I, so I, I trying was to pretend, just, oh, that's what I was going to do anyway. And but. I remember thinking, how <laughs> weak. What, you, you can't handle this. You know, and because before, I mean, you could hit me. I mean, when I wasn't saved, man, I could handle anything. I, I didn't care what, mm -hmm. what happened. But I thought, man, that's just totally wrong. And that angel of the Lord, and I believe that was my garden angel. Uh, uh, guardian. Guardian. What do you call it? Sound Gu like you said garden. Well, it's close enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. I knew what you meant. Well, he brought it. He, he, he let me buy groceries so I could yeah, give it to the garden. You know? Good guy. And uh, I could, I, it was amazing. I didn't realize just how much help I needed. Right. So that's why I call them the hidden help. Mm -hmm. And how many times you've talked to some people and you felt such a wonderful witness, you didn't know who they were, and you were probably talking to an angel of God. Now, you ought to also understand something about Satan. The Bible said he comes as an angel of light. Right. Because if you saw Satan the way he really was, you would reject him immediately. You would, you would have nothing He's to do with it. He's a deceiver. Right. So he has that facade, see? But you still have those wonderful angels that are helping you. There's different kind of a classifications of angels literally in the Bible. And it's one of the most amazing studies you ought to do that will minister life to you. So that's why I call them the hidden help. That was one of those stories. I'll never forget that. And I made up my mind that day, no matter what would happen to me, right. that I would live for Jesus. Now, nobody likes being persecuted and hit and hurt and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? <laughs> I made up my mind. That's not going to stop me from loving the Lord of walking away from salvation. And I think I have had angels to help me during those times. Oh, definitely. Now, that was one of my stories. I got a lot. I, I've, I've talked and met with a lot of different angels. And I'll never forget one time I, I was in a, uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> well, central Louisiana, you could call it. And I was work, preaching almost every day. And I was, uh, I was only about maybe 35 years old, I guess, something like that. And uh, Man, I began to have chest pains. I mean, I was working myself crazy, you know, and I thought, my God, man. And uh, I always used to, uh, in those days, we didn't, we, we, you stayed in uh, pastor's homes. Yeah. Or they had something called evangelistic quarters. Most yeah, of the time, I think it was you were home. younger than 35. Maybe 30, I don't know. 30, yeah, yeah. 31, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, to make a long story short, I was, I was actually hurt, and I was just exhausted. So uh, I was sitting, and it was tw almost 12 o'clock at night. And I never, at, at, at Benny Rapon's house, I never, uh, Pastor Benny Rapon, mm -hmm. that was in Opelousas, no, no, not Opelousas, uh, oh, it's right out of, it's right out of uh, Alexandria on the other side of the river. Anyway, to make a long story short, I, uh, I always like to put a scripture in my mind, and I was sitting up in the bed and had my back leaning up against the bed, uh, you know, the back of the bed, you know, you know the headboard. Mm -hmm. And, and I, so I read a scripture, and all of a sudden when I looked up, <laughs> he had to be eight foot, nine foot, was this, physically, I could see him like you see me. And I went, whoa. And he had long blonde hair, about the color of your hair. And he looked at me, and the dogs start going crazy. Mm. He had a bunch of them dachshund dogs. I call them wiener dogs, you know, them wiener dog looking kind of thing. But them dogs, and them dogs could see that angel. They were and running. you could see it. I mean, and I could see it like you see me. And I went, whoa. It didn't scare me. And he said this, I have been sent of the Lord to tell you to sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think the Bible, was, I went like it. the Bible went like this on my chest and my head went back on that, uh, on, uh, on the headboard. Now, this was 12 o'clock at night. I remembered it. 
And I slept 12 straight hours. I woke up at 12 noon in the same exact position. Now, and I thought, my God, man, daylight. I, and I felt so good. Rested, fully rested. And so when I went, I went out there, they were kind of concerned about me because, I, you know, normally I was supposed to meet him for breakfast. I didn't, man, I just sleep it. Come walking up there, and uh, he said, Brother Jesse, I just apologize for my dog. He had two of them. Mm -hmm. Beautiful dogs. It was really nice dogs. They were screaming and hollering and just barking. barking and I thought, man, I'm going to kill them dogs. <laughs> that man's trying to sleep. And I said, you know what happened to me? And I told him that story. I said, your dogs saw that angel. And that angel looked down. And that dog come in the room. And he patted them on the head. And they just... <laughs> <laughs> just doing this kind of thing. It's amazing that animals sometimes become very sensitive to spiritual things. Mm -hmm. You know, they notice things like that. That was one of my close encounters of the God kind. And that same angel, when I went to heaven in 1988, is the one that escorted me. Mm -hmm. That same angel escorted me. Now, I don't believe he was my guardian, guardian <laughs> angel instead of guardian angel. Uh, I don't think so. And he escorted me into heaven where I met Abraham and all the different, and, and I went through that wonderful uh, experience. It was such a, it was not a vision. It was a physical trip. I don't know how I got out of there. Some of you have heard me talk about the heaven thing. If you saw it a few months back, how I got out that hotel, how I got out that ceiling, I don't know. I mean, I, you know how Paul said, I don't know whether I was in my body or out of the body. That I, I experienced physically, but that angel was nice. But he was a big boy. Now, and I mean, when I say big, I mean big. That was one of my encounters with mm -hmm, him. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and, I, and he entertained me. I've been sent of the Lord to tell you to sleep. Mm. You see, and, you know, after I got the thing, I said, oh, well, I could have thought of that. And as I was praying, the Lord said, why didn't you? I had to send a messenger to tell you. Right, right. No, the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. The flesh cannot handle some things. I mean, you know, you may think you can, but you can't. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and I've had so many experiences with that. One time I was preaching. Can I tell you some of these stories? In Marouge, Louisiana, not Baton Rouge, Marouge, Louisiana. <laughs> and I'll never forget this. Now, that church probably sat 150 people, beginning of my ministry. And the pastor of that church didn't believe in falling out the spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he handed me the service. And, uh, and so, man, I started ministering. So I was, I was behind the pulpit. And I just felt, sensed something behind me. And I turned around. And there was two angels standing, and not in the choir loft. It was, uh, they, that's where the choir, little choir, they had maybe, I don't know, six, seven people, something like that. But they, they already he had dismissed the choir. And they looked at me and smiled. And I went, I quit preaching. Now, these people could see that. I said, I, I went, hey. I just, and they walked right past me, like, but as close as you are to me, Kathy. And, I, and, and they started to walk into the crowd. And there was a woman on the back pew. I don't know her name. She stood up and said, I see him too. Wow. And I went, you see him too? Mm -hmm. And they smiled. And when they walked off the platform, ba-bam. That's the second, that's twice that's happened in my ministry. The whole church fell out. I'm talking, crump, you're sitting in a pew, brum, on the floor. And the pastor, he was on the first pew, boom, boom. He got hit by the Spirit of God and just went out under the power. And this went right through 
They walk right through those pews to those people. Now, whether you believe this or not, I mean, I'm reliving this. It was one of the most amazing yeah. things I've ever seen. I could physically see this and out the church. Now, it lasted about maybe. But you didn't fall out. No, I didn't. I was just, huh. It affected them. The only people that were standing up was me and that woman. Woman in the back, me in the front. I said, did you see that? She said, yes, I did. Did you see him go? I said, I did. People knocked out in the Holy Ghost. A good 12 minutes, I guess, 10 or 12 yeah. minutes. Right. And all of a sudden, the people begin to get up a little bit and things of that nature. So I began to explain that. And thank God I had a witness because you sound like some crazy idiot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they, that was, and they were smiling. You and know, I thought, I why believe... were they smiling? Uh -huh. And the Lord said, they enjoyed your message. Oh, wow. That kind of blessed me. So in, in essence, I was kind of entertaining them with the word of God. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that as long as I ever live. Well, you know how often the angels are, are, would be in our services. We may feel it and sense it in a different mm -hmm. way, but we haven't seen it physically. Oh, I love man. that. I mean, it was just the most powerful thing. But as I, as I go, sometimes when I'm flowing in the gifts of the Spirit, it gets so heavy on me, I can physically see them moving in the crowds. Mm -hmm. I mean, physically. And I hear God's voice physically now. I ain't a big shot. And sometimes he speaks to my spirit, but a lot of times you'll see me when I'm moving, you'll see me do this because he's talking to me. I go, what? You know, I can physically hear it in my ear. It was one of the most amazing things. And, I, and then that same thing happened over there in, uh, uh, in, when, when I went to heaven yeah. um, and came back, 1988. Yeah, and you gave that, the testimony. Not the testimony, but you, the church service walked, you went to that Yeah, night I walked up you, to the, put the, the pastor gave me, Paul, Pastor Paul Troker right. gave me the pulpit at five minutes after seven. I thought, okay, you know. Mm -hmm. And I walked up, and I had just come back from that great, a trip that I had to heaven, and I said, I have been in the presence of God, mm. and the whole place got knocked out. Bam! Angels all over. Boom! Mm. There was 800 people there. Right. Hit the ground. And now they lasted about 30 minutes, so I didn't have nobody to talk to. So I sat down on the platform waiting for people to get up. That's a true story. I remember thinking, why did they fall down? Well, that's just how powerful angels are. I mean, they're magnificent created beings. Listen, God sends hidden help to you too. Every day, you don't realize it. You have talked to angels and you didn't realize it because we've entertained angels unaware. That's Hebrews 13 too. Listen, we are never alone, see? God uses angels to serve us. They are servants. We are sons and daughters. We're in the family. That's why we can come boldly to the throne of grace and sit down. Angels got to stand at attention. That's right. I'm telling you, they have to stand, but you, you can sit in heavenly places with the Lord Jesus Christ. That ought to make you shout. Praise God. I tell you, this book, uh, The Hidden Help, is blessing people all over the world. I had a wonderful question given to me by a lady named Janet, and she, she says this, are we going to know our family there in heaven like we do here on earth? Will we all live together there? That is correct. Yes, you will know your family. You'll have your place. They'll have their place. But you know what? It's, it, all of us will be together. It's going to be a wonderful time. Janet, it's a great question, and I mean that sincerely. Why, why, why shouldn't you know your family? I mean, you know them on the earth. You ought to know them in heaven. They're just that simple. The difference is there won't be any age. There won't be no sickness. There won't be no disease. There won't be no sin, nothing, no jealousy, no mouth. It's going to be a wonderful time. I'm telling you, thank you for sending in that question, Janet. What a blessing of the Lord. And if you don't know Jesus today, people, you can get born again so you can go. You probably have family in heaven too, and you need to see them there. You'll be blessed by it. Let me pray. Father, there's someone watching today that doesn't know who you are. Save them today. 
Lord, they just believe with their heart that you and confess with their mouth that you rose from the dead. Just that simple that you saved them today. They repent of their sin. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I love talking about angels. I know sometimes some of these things are hard to believe in the natural. But you know, the spirit world is so much bigger than the natural world. And if you want to know these things and you want to meet people, angels, my God, just get close to God and watch God do the most unbelievable things you've ever seen. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. The show's not over. We're going to have some wonderful things to show you, and I'll be back. Watch. You see, heaven is wonderful. It's a big place. Then I heard this. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. The Lord walked out, and these children ran up to him and began to sing praises to him. He said, go tell my people I'm coming. I brought you here to tell you. Go tell them I'm coming. Heaven, close encounters of the God kind. The testimony that has changed lives all around the world. Order yours today at JDM.org. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching this program. You'll be blessed. Our September product offer is my book, Close Encounters of the God Kind. This is one of the most popular books I've ever wrote. It's my testimony about when I went to heaven and other miraculous encounters I've experienced in my life. Now, if you'd like to get it, go to JDM.org and get your copy today. This will shake you to your shoes. If you have one, get a copy for someone that's never read it, and they'll be blessed by it. Partners, thank you for being so courteous and kind to this ministry. In all these years, 47 years of ministry, we've never had a financial deficit. That's unheard of in ministry. That's unheard of in business. But you know, when you serve God and you believe God, God comes to pass. Nothing too small, nothing too big. If you're not a partner, you pray about becoming one. We're believing God and we're getting very close. I know it's happening. It's going to come soon. Got a $20 million donor coming because we got a $20 million project we need to get rid of, get off the desk and go on to the next things. God is so good and gracious. Nothing too big, nothing too small. Father, bless my partners. We're not with 30, not with 60, but with a hundredfold, Father, because that's not mathematics. That's folding. It doubles every time. In Jesus' name we pray. I just love my partners. There's never a day go by that you're not without prayer. Me and Kathy pray for you every day. And I mean that sincerely. For you to receive spiritual, physical, and financial remuneration in every area of your life. And I mean that. It is such a blessing. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen next week. In, in 2021, the Lord led me to share my testament of heaven for the second time. Normally, I don't ever talk about it. I did it one time, wrote the book, now it's it. I, 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 and, but God told me to do this. We'll be airing this message for the next two weeks. Now, the first one, you'll see me with brown hair. I'm at John Osteen's. I mean, that first one a long, long time ago. This one, I think I'm going to have white hair. <laughs> you know, this is the second time. <laughs> I almost didn't want to do it. I said, you know, because I like looking at myself when I was young. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Not young no more, but I'm feeling good. Praise the Lord. You don't want to miss the next two weeks. You will be inspired, especially if you've lost a loved one. Watch that program. It will touch you and minister to you greatly. Thank you, partners, for helping us reach people, change lives one soul at a time. Thank you for your financial support. See you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. Did you know angels are real? And many of them are here today. God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, 
I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation, and the hidden help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Our partner offer this month is our contribution to the world. God says you are the light of the world. Is your light shining? Turn on your heart light. Look, a changed life must be a life changer. That's you. Now, to get this, you've got to go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. Because I'm going to tell you something, it's going to change your life, not some of the time, all the time. Do it today. I've never seen reds like that, blues, purples, gold, grays. When I say color, I mean color like I've never seen in my life. Because there was no stain of sin on it. And I walked out. And the angel said, you're in paradise. <laughs>